hope you weren't pinning your hopes on those morons. Welcome to Black Irish Podcast. to an all-new episode of Black Irish Podcast with myself, Brendan McCorkle, and Smooth Mike Clark. What's your name? Crawford? Crawford! Hey, what's up, buddy? <laughs> I'm glad we finally got that out there. So I was to, nice I was to meet you, sir. Smooth, though? I get to be smooth this week? Well, no, fucking, I'm, I'm sure shit not. Jeez, did you hear that stumble? <laughs> Holy hell. Uh, Don't worry, you're, you're smooth most weeks, so that's all right. I, I saw something not smooth this morning. There was a fender bender, right? Like, I was pulling, taking my little one to school, my three-year-old to, uh, you know, preschool, whatever. And <laughs> two people who, like, I'm pulling in the parking lot. This lady goes to pull in, but is, like, halfway in the driveway, like, staring at me. And I'm like, okay, this is weird. So I'm going to, like, go walk around the car to pick up my kid. She finally pulls in. There's a van that pulls in another lady right after, her, like, recording her parking. And I'm like, what? what the hell's going on here? Like, what's <laughs> happening at my school? Is she not like this lady or something? So pulls in. To this one lady, the first lady that parked, gets out, goes to walk around the van. Apparently, they got in a little fender bender. And they pulled into a preschool parking lot at drop-off time. So I'm kind of like, okay, well, one lady gets out, gets out of the van. And she's like, my son's in the car. I have a son in the car. Like, you think this lady saw your son and aimed for him? Like, it's called an accident, you fuck. Like, it was just like the, like, she gets out and she's like, yell. I'm like, hang on. Aggression. I'm going to go ahead and get all white police up in this bitch. Listen, <laughs> it was an accident. Nobody wanted this to happen today, but kids are being dropped off right now. You guys need to exchange information and leave calmly, or you need to get out of this parking lot. And they're like, okay, but, but she hit me and she didn't, did you not see me? I'm like, no, not here. Obviously, she didn't see you. She's not aiming for you. And, who made and you by the way, the she has a kid room. in her car, too. Like, <laughs> stop yelling this semantical bullshit in the parking lot. With I'm like, just don't do this in front of the kids. So I go drop off my kid, walk back out. That's a smart idea, but who made you the parking lot bus leader? Uh, the people that were log jamming the other people trying to drop off their kids because they're blocking two parking spots <laughs> in like an eight parking spot lot. Right in the middle of drop-off. Which, by the way, exchanging information these days, you don't have to, like, verify that everything is like, okay, let me write down, make sure my penmanship. No, take, take three picture. pictures and you're out. <laughs> the car. Take pictures of the car, driver's license, insurance, insurance. registration. Out. Out. Go what are home. you doing? <laughs> oh, my that God. Way you don't have to worry about if it's right because you have an actual picture of it. Dude. Like the actual object. And if they're lying, you have evidence. This is what they showed me. The it's all their is, fault. <laughs> in a situation like that, no one wants to accept blame. So because the person who usually accept blame is the only one who gives up their insurance. Like, I'm not giving my insurance if I ain't do nothing wrong. But with police brendo out there rushing the situation we didn't have time to figure out who was wrong here so everyone got is going to get their insurance that's not true the lady that pulled in first who knew she made the mistake got out and was like hey i'm sorry and the other lady greeted her like why are you trying to ruin my day and she's like listen <laughs> you're kind of ruining my day right now like i'm just trying to get over this you know and so by the time I walked back out, I was just like, hey, thank you guys very much for calming down and just exchanging the information. And then the van lady starts yapping up again. Like, listen, hey, I was saying thank you. You guys did great. Please keep it calm until you guys are done. Thank you. And like, got the fuck out of there. Like, dude, you guys are around kids. Back the fuck yeah, off. I feel you. The kids make it different, but the lady who hit me recently definitely tried to initially get out and ask for my information to be rudely greeted with, uh, no, you need to get nothing from me. You know what's my hilarious? My will not go up because of this because I ain't do shit wrong. I have never <laughs> even considered not exchanging information if it wasn't my fault. I've always just like, yeah, here's my info. 
Because <laughs> you're such a nice fucking guy. Dude, you, you know what? Actually, that reminds, me of, today. that reminds me of a story back in the day. <laughs> I used to commute to work with my dad. So uh, the maestro and I used to work together. We're both 6'3", 6'2", 200-plus pounds. He used to drive a Geo Metro. So we would commute from Palmdale down to, like, <laughs> LAX, Westchester to be exact. Every day in a Geo Metro, we wake up early as balls. <laughs> Drive down at three in the morning, sleep for like two hours, get up, go to work, and then just sit in traffic for two and a half hours on the way home. But there's one morning, it's raining very heavy, we're coming down the freeway, and this car, like we're going in the middle lane because it's this little bucket, the aluminum can with two two humans in it that's just trying to get to where they're going. But we're like kind of little hydroplaney, little whatever. Car goes from the far left lane, tries to get off the freeway in the far right lane, clips our bumper, spins us out of control to where my side, the passenger side, is facing the oncoming traffic of the freeway. But luckily, it's, you know, 3.30 in the morning, so nobody's there. Anyway, we finally, there's police, like, kind of help push push us off the road because we can't move anywhere. Our car's, you know, it's an aluminum can. You hit an aluminum can, it doesn't go anywhere. Um, so we finally get off the road, all the information's exchanged, like, I'm kind of jacked up, like, gotta go to work and just lay on the ground because I'm all stiff. Turns out, between the exchange of information and all this stuff, the maestro got screwed in the whole deal. Didn't get, like, they were saying, oh, it wasn't our fault, we didn't do anything, and had he known, don't give him your fucking information, (laughs) probably would have been in a lot better scenario than we were in. So he just had to take that one on the chin. Get a new car for no good reason. We're both jacked up physically for a little while. At the end of the day, it's just your premium and a raise in insurance premiums every month. But I say just as if that's not could be a lot of money to to me and other people. Like if your premium is a thousand and then your insurance goes up fifty bucks a month times twelve, that's another six hundred. So that just shit just cost you six hundred dollars in this year and then 600 for the rest of your life until your record is clear that yeah, your insurance six price years is later, five years later, <laughs> yeah, you know what i mean so that's like a well the boner like of the whole thing was that as we're on the side of the road the the person the dude was like oh my gosh i'm so sorry totally my fault cop into everything and then gets his insurance agent on the phone they're like hang on hang on man. maybe it wasn't your fault <laughs> you know and so it's like, ah, oh, had we just been like, okay, thanks, or, you know, at the time, it was pre-recording devices on your cell phone and crap, you know, it was just, these were chirp, chirp days, next hell. Yeah, and it was just like, for me, it's like, bro, when somebody try to change, like, I just be that would that's why I'm glad my neighbor just went ahead and called and took because if like you agree with me in person and then you call your insurance and just like change your whole mm-hmm. be so yeah that dude got home and his wife was like uh, no here's what happened <laughs> <laughs> that's what happened some uh, of that aspect but sometimes it's the insurance because when I had to call yeah. the ladies insurance like they were asking me questions to the to the fact and I'm just like um. Look, she already said it was her fault. And we're like, yeah, but what? what?" It's like, look, this is what happened. And she already said it's her fault. And she should be calling you to tell you the same thing. (laughs) So we've already had this conversation, buddy. Stop it. Because, like, I understand it's y'all that got come out of pocket. Y'all don't want to. So y'all trying to ask all these specific questions and feel like y'all. No, no, no. Don't play with me, man. Because I'll find out who you is and come to the insurance company, bro. Like, I ain't playing. Yeah, yeah. Insurance agents are just like dirty lawyers that didn't take the bar. They're just like they just look for anything to dispute anything, so they can just be like, "Oh, sorry, it's not on us, on you guys. Figure it out." Basically. Oh man, I, I'm telling you, I can't wait. So I have two vehicles that I really, really want: the bus, which we've discussed in the past, the perfect bus. But then my also my ramming vehicle. Get my really good truck that I could just hit other stupid drivers with and not care about the insurance, just be like, yeah, I pay $20,000 a year in car insurance. I don't care. I hit everybody that I don't like because I know it's going to ruin their day more and it's going to hurt my pocket. I can't wait for that, Mike. <laughs> it's going to be the best day ever. Yeah, I remember when my brother had an old Delta 88 and 
bro, that thing was pure metal. He would just like drive like oh, he wishes somebody hit him. <laughs> he used to drive that thing like, go ahead, hit this. Your car's going to fold. My baby, this is real metal right here. There's not these new cars, man. This is not going to fold out here, buddy. Dude, People I, would like avoid us at all costs. I forget <laughs> what kind of car it was, but uh, one of my best friend's dad's a huge was a huge car guy. He's passed now, but um, him and his buddies back in the day used to do all kinds of wild shit, like driving and running away from the cops and stuff. I forget what kind of car it was, but there's a very specific kind of car that his buddy had where he disconnected the brake lights and he had like a heavy duty bumper put on on purpose. And he would drive on these like, you know, two way highways where he would get like one highway patrolman catching him, like chasing him and then just rip slam on the brakes, let him crash into him and then just keep <laughs> taking off. <laughs> Like on purpose, fucking up his car, but knows that their front end, they can't keep driving because that's they, where the engine is. Get, <laughs> there you go. Hey, my brother, you that's some death race like kind of shit. Because the Delta 88 would have done that to their car. Like that thing was a boat and it was like old school car. So it was flat out metal. Like oh. a 79 Eldorado. Those things are boats, dude. <sighs> I didn't move one like 100 yards once. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm. Like, I couldn't even drive the Delta 80. I was pretty young when he had it. I mean, I was younger when he had it. I probably, probably could have drove, but I wasn't driving that Delta 88. Big cars are, are definitely take some getting used to. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you're not that big. Speaking of getting big, are you all jacked for 30 days of pain? Um... I'm sore. I'm not even that sore. I ain't gonna lie. All right. Cause I ain't been doing nothing. I mean, I ain't been doing nothing like too special. Just been doing something that isn't I, you don't usually do. All right. Let me ask like you I'm this. I'm part of the party. Have you noticed any difference in your life whatsoever? Other than it takes some time out of your day. I mean, um, do you feel any know. better? Are you pooping any I better? Feel worse. You feel worse. You don't feel good yeah. about your body being tired. No, I feel sore as shit every day. Hopefully, it's a home stretch, brother. Yeah, hopefully by the end of it, and then going into it, because I'm probably gonna keep going. My body gets used to it. And I don't be so sore, but I be sore as shit. Yeah, it's because I'm old as fuck. No, it's hard. Trust me, <laughs> down this home stretch, man. It's like, like I, uh, I got a guest pass you know, to a gym, and I'm like, all right, first day I'm in there cranking, and I'm like, dude, fuck yeah, the gym is awesome. I'm going to start coming to the gym. And then I went back the next day. I was like, like a half hour in. I'm like, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> but like, I'm Peloton. And that's Ooh. the best thing of this whole experience. Pelotons are amazing. It's See? Just... Okay. So at least now you know that you like a certain particular type of thing. So you did get something out of it. Even if nothing else, you know that you like the Peloton. So if you're feeling froggy, want to get a little sweat burning. Oh no, that's what I'm gonna keep doing, even when the thirty days over, because the peloton at the job, bro. Yeah. See, but here's the other thing: if you do that, like, after doing it every day for a month, if you cut back to like two days a week, you're gonna feel like you're cheating yourself. Like, oh man, I'm not really putting in all that much work, but you are because you're still doing more than you were before. So even that's kind of one of the goals of this: is as you cut back and you're like, man, I'm not working as hard as I was. You're still working harder than you were before you started. So you've already hit another level without even trying by backing off you've upgraded a level yeah i might not i might not cut it off off though it might be a situation where i just about doing food some wise other stuff. i thought i had a chinese stroke earlier i was smelling burnt egg rolls <laughs> i was like dude i was super i don't know i'm just hungry for everything right now I, to, if i'm gonna change my food it has to be that would have to be the only thing i'm doing at that point i, I can't change my diet and then do something else no, no, I can't do that. Because my food diet is trash. Like, it is complete trash. And so if I, I need to be focused if I'm going to try to change that. Like, I would have to do something like stop eating bread or stop eating sugar or something. Yeah. But, like, I don't even know if that's going to help me because I'm just going to find some trash that fit that. You know <laughs> well, what I mean? Like, trust me, as a yeah, fellow oh, Sprite man. enthusiast, when they have, like, 86% of your added sugars for the day in one soda... <laughs> <laughs> That's you could you could teeter off of that a little bit and it would definitely help. But at the same time, I, I wrote a joke about drinks. Sprite recently too, that did pretty well. Oh, it's probably it's probably fire. You can it's a lot of jokes you can make about Sprite, but 
I actually drink Sprite telling myself I'm doing a good thing because I don't drink fruity sodas or anymore or dark sodas. I'll just tell you <laughs> a joke because my... it's relevant. Sprite is just clear Kool-Aid with bubbles, baby. <laughs> there you go. That's all it is. Yo, how do you feel about Kool-Aid? Is that drinking water or is that not? Like, wh- where, are you, where are you on that line, bro? Listen, listen, listen. Kool-Aid is Kool-Aid. If you don't put sugar in it, then there you go. That is what Kool-Aid is. Kool-Aid slash water is Kool-Aid. Kool-Aid with added sugar is sugar water. So if you're going to be the dude that looks at a Kool-Aid packet and is like, look, no calories. It's like, yeah, if you only dump that in water. If you mix anything else into it, like, hey, this isn't poison. Yeah, but then you put cyanide and you're fucking dead. <laughs> like, yeah, come on, people. At the the Kool Aid debate is no debate at all. At the same time, it should be contributing to my water intake for the day. Like, it, it it does, but you have to also understand because I'm not I'm not scientifically changing the compound of water. I'm just mixing. Correct. It but There's what no else are you involved. putting in your body that's sucking out all of the hydration, all the sugar, all the sodium, all that stuff? is exponentially more yeah yeah, yeah. your body needs to absorb more water to counteract all the other shit that's in it so technically you are drinking water but the stuff that you're putting in the water isn't there's so much more doesn't balance sugar though there's so much more water than sugar sugar is concentrated water is fluid it doesn't matter i'm mixing it okay if you have a sack of weed this big you could also have a concentrate that's the size of a quarter. It's, it's yeah. It doesn't matter. It's concentrated. So just because it's the ratio of weight is off, it doesn't mean that the power is off. No, power to weight ratio, Mike. Off. I get that. But what I'm saying is I'm already evening it out, so I'm cool drinking the Kool-Aid. Like, that's about even. Okay. If you're saying mixing Kool-Aid with water is better than mixing Kool-Aid with Sprite, I'm with you. You are correct, Mike. <laughs> that is a better way to consume water. But if you're telling me that you're counting your gallon of water as a gallon of Kool-Aid, I'm telling you, you are far-fetched in your theory. No, 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 no. What, about, what I'm saying is it not as a gallon. Say I count my gallon of Kool-Aid as a quart of water for the day. I, I, you see? No, you see? That doesn't, no, it doesn't count because it's not yes. water. The whole point of water, water being pure flushing out your system of all the garbage that you're putting into Kool-Aid. It is flushing my system out. This is water, bro. It's water-based. I know it's (laughs) water-based. That doesn't... Oh, my God. So is water-based paint. Doesn't matter. Water-based paint, lead-based paint. They both look the same. They treat you very differently. Just saying. They do. They do. Ugh. I don't know why why you can't understand that it's it's still okay for you. It's it's not the worst. Why don't you just, just back off the sugar? Like how many cups of sugar do you put in for a, a cups? There's no cups. Like cups are that's a that's a bit extreme, bro. Okay. I do scoops, but the scoop I use is like a quarter cup. Okay. So I can probably I might it might be about a full cup. See, I use about four See? of those. See you, but it's a cup of sugar to. Oh, a two-gallon pitcher of water, like okay. So I'm just saying, Mike, if you're trying to improve your your Kool-Aid water argument, like the, maybe the put less of the scoop. Like less, a less three point five equals a concentrate, right? Sure. But if I got a pound, I'm just going to drown that little concentrate out. It ain't going to equal the high. And so that's what I'm saying. I understand. That. I understand what you're saying. I am still saying though. The more sugar you put in it, the less effective the water is. No, that is definitely a de- the effect, which is why I try not to, you know. So, back to our original argument. If you put sugar in no, your Kool-Aid water, I just asked a question, it's, not, it's not good for you. And then I had to counter your response to my question, that's all. I know, I love it. These lively but. debates is what keeps us going, baby. But with that being said, I'm with you. Okay. But All right. So, what, well, now that we're on this sugary food train, uh, th- do you know what Portos is? No. Okay. Sounds Spanish. 
It does sound Spanish. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know if it is. Probably is. But basically, they're like they do like cream puffs, potato balls. Like uh, they're hot and popping in the Southern California district. Um, <laughs> however, like they opened up maybe like a month ago or something like that. I oh, drove to the store. It's not like it's, a, it's like a it's, it's like, like a pickup eatery. It's like a pickup eatery, basically. You so it's a, it's a whole like eatery, like they got real food. I thought you were talking about no, no, like, no, bags no. of chips, bro. No, no, no. <laughs> this is like this is high quality, gourmet, crafty food, but it's like it's mainly for catering. Like you go, you pick up. It's a glorified donut place, basically. Um, okay. But they okay. also so have a lot of get. savory stuff that's really, really good. Um, like meat pies and, and potato balls and all this kind of stuff. My nickname for my junk in high school. Um, but anyway, <laughs> there's a, like a line around Whatever the block. Name is that like, named you that. She's whack. A line around remember. the block for these potato balls. Not me, the Portos <laughs> ones. And it's like, dude, they're waiting for 45 minutes to an hour standing outside to get, you know, 12 things in a box. Like, how long are you willing to wait for food? Because that's ridiculous to me. Um, I've waited for food probably about 45 minutes. But, like, on purpose you knew you were getting into it? Or just like, hey, man, where's my food? I'm talking about you know you're getting into a sticky situation before you go. Yeah. Okay. 45 minutes? Well, for... And that was after driving 45 minutes, so... Is that Roscoe's? Nah. It was um, a place called Johnny Boy's for Ribs in Maryland. Oh, okay. But if you you go on the weekend, just a lot of people go on the weekend, so if you go at the wrong time, you could be waiting. But we knew knew that was a possibility, but we went anyway. Then I started going Sunday mornings. Got smarter than them. There you go. Pre-church ribs. I like it. And I waited an hour and a half for weed. So <laughs> that's ridiculous. I can't do that. <laughs> Dude, on 420, I was like just driving around a couple local shops I go to, like, because everybody has these insane promos. And I was like, let me just yeah. go like stop by every place I went to out of line. I'm like, I don't need to save money that bad. Fuck this. <laughs> I ain't saving twenty dollars no, to wait for forty five minutes. It wasn't for to save money. I I waited an hour and a half to pay literally the highest prices that I that I was literally paying in my life for weed, but it was the best weed in the city. This was when the weed first started getting legal. Ah, okay. So it, they were having a okay, little so pop-up there's a shops. Bit of, yeah, there's a bit of yeah, ambiance to shops. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, it wasn't that. It was, that's where you get the weed at now for legal is the pop-up shops, and the line for the pop-up shop was down the block and around the damn corner, bro. And it was all for one vendor who had the best weed at the time, like the best weed. Sounds like a good day for that person. No, no. They sold out every time they came to the pop-up. This literally was every time they came to the pop-up, if you wanted weed, you had to wait about uh, unless you were like amongst the first people there at the time that they opened up. Nice. I like it. Word they were ridiculous at one point. Yeah, they were ridiculous at one point, but it's not that way anymore. Now you can get weed there. The longest I ever waited for food was an hour and a half, and I waited for Pink's hot dogs. Do you know Pink's? It must have been a good-ass hot dog. No. Actually, I'll tell you a quick little tidbit about how I ended up at Pink's. I'm going to go deep in the archives on this one. You might be the only person in the world that might be able to wrap your head around this one. Because I'm going to talk about a high school football player back in the day named Marlon Lucky. Do you remember a cat named Marlon Lucky that went to Hollywood High? No. Okay. I Only because you immersed yourself so much, but granted, this was over 15 years ago. It was a long time ago. So anyway, uh, I had a couple of buddies who were coaching high school football uh, at Verdugo High at the time. They're no longer my friends or coaches. <laughs> Uh, we went to go support them. They had made it through CIF playoffs and they went, you know, to whatever round it was and they were playing Hollywood high. They knew they were going to get smashed, but we're like, okay, Hey, let's go give it a go. They're like, Hey, at least you could come see this kid. Marlon lucky run the running back. He is like one of the top recruits in the nation. This guy's going to run all over us. At least you're going to see the fun show. Like, okay, cool. So go. He goes bananas crazy. Turns out later, this guy was getting recruited by a bunch of different colleges, one of them being Nebraska. They go, 
on his recruiting trip, they got the entire student section to start chanting, lucky, lucky. And he was like, <laughs> let me sign my papers, dude. I'm here. I'm here. And then turns out uh, that cat got like seven carries because that's how high school to college and college to pro works when you go to football. <laughs> it's all about the show to get you in the door. <laughs> anyway, oh, after that demolishing from Marlon Lucky at Hollywood High, where I'm like, this kid's going to be a star. We go right around the corner to Fairfax, and my guy's like, hey, dude, got to get Pink's hot dogs. We're right here. We have to go. I'm like, all right. I'm like, dude, there's a line. I don't. It's like 11 o'clock. Like, I don't, I don't want to stand in line for a hot dog, bro. He's like, dude, it'll be like 20 minutes. It moves quick. And there's the best hot dogs. I'm like, you're my ride. I don't like, I don't know. I'm stuck here, I guess. <laughs> Hour and a half later for two hot dogs. <laughs> they were pretty good. But they were not an hour and a half worth. Uh, and they're like $13 fucking sausages. Uh, we stood, I think I stayed about 20, 30 minutes at, at uh, Surfside in D.C. Drunk in tacos. That's where you get your tacos at when you're drunk. So everybody's there. You know, but this situation like that, you know you're going to be in. Remember our night we went, we were at fucking Del Taco that night. We were fucking hammered in Cali for quite a minute when they got all that shit together. <laughs> Del Taco is the ultimate spot, man. They just they just know the riffraff that's coming in. They just hope it's not, you know, aggressive. That's all you can hope yeah. for. I used to get so hammered in Cali. What a good days. Yeah. Sports. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I got something that I'm not looking forward to. I find my phone finally broke, so I got a new phone on the Ooh. way. It literally is to the point where it won't connect to cellular data. It's like you need to update your phone to use cellular service, and then it says you can't connect to the internet to update your phone. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I took it to Verizon. They're like, I've I never seen this before. <laughs> I don't. You need a new phone. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So I ended up getting a new stupid fucking phone that's on the way, which I'm not happy about. Because I still have the one with the button. I love the button. I need to touch things and have resistance. Oof. That's what I'm for. Which one did you get? I got the iPhone 13, you know, show your mom, fucking fancy (laughs) pants, whatever. Because basically they're about to come out with the iPhone 14 and like after summer. And so they have like four different versions of the current phone. I'm like, okay, they must have figured out all the bugs. Let me get the one with the best battery life and the best camera. And so it's obviously the fucking Pro Maxi whatever. (laughs) So I'm going to do that. But I'm definitely going to disable the Face ID. I fucking hate that shit. Why do you hate Face ID? Because there's something deep-seated in the back of my street brain that's like, if you kill me, you can't get my phone. You need my brain to <laughs> access my phone. Because you can kill somebody and just hold it up to their face and then bam. Guess do, what? If do you're you think, sleeping... Do you think it matters, Brendan? No, but that's why I'm saying it's deep-seated. I didn't say it was at the forefront of my brain. I'm saying there's that little tick in the back of my head where it's like... You used to be in dangerous places a lot. <laughs> Bro, and the only person that can open your phone while you're sleeping is the person that probably has the access to your phone right now. So, yeah. <laughs> what the hell is the big deal? My I guy? don't care about the sleeping part. That part, it's like, yeah, you're you're with whoever you are. That was more of a, a warning signal to <laughs> anybody out there that didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, really. I don't know. There's just a, or like if you're if you want to, I don't know. I just have this weird far-fetched scenario in my head where somebody's threatening my life if they can't unlock my phone. I'm like tough shit. Face ID doesn't work. <laughs> it's my last fuck you to my assassins, whoever they may Bro, be. Let that Probably let that one to go, them. man, and let that go, and let your face ID lead you into the proper. I can't do new that. stratosphere of life, man. No. I don't care for it. I like analog. Not really, but I just I don't I don't like technology leaps that are unnecessary. I don't like I get it, it's supposed to be easy, but then I also see my wife struggling with it like, "Why is my camera smudged and it's not picking up my face?" Fuck that, dude. Let me just know my code. Use my fingerprint. Nobody else got this fingerprint. Why you got to see my face? 
That's the other thing. The fingerprint dead? Fuck that. You need to know my code. Fingerprint dead. Yep. That's how it is, man. I only have my fingerprint sign in for like my email and shit. Shit I don't really care about. Everything (laughs) else is hand type. Every time. Everything else is face type for me. And guess what? It helps me remember my fucking passwords. So that when you do need to update something, you're not like, oh. Sucks if you ever forget them, though. Your face card won't work. Might as well. Okay. Everything. All right. Well, at least your face part will stay intact. But let's jump over to the bet you're about to lose with the Mavericks Warriors. Your boy Luca. Oh, am I? Uh, you are. Dude, your boy Luca had to come in last night at the 11th hour for the penalty kill because the B squad was tearing their asses up it's amazing by the way mike isn't it amazing what happens when an nba team five players pass the ball at least twice and then drive the lane oh my gosh it was like 15 to 2 run warriors it was pass pass somebody drive the lane if it's not their outside shot and it was they were Do you think i was still watching at that point the game was over we all knew they were going the man was going to win this is the game that matters i only had it on because my son matters. was watching harry potter in the other room and i'm not a harry potter fan so i was watching this harry whatever potter was better than that game last night but anyway this is the game that matters if luca goes out and gets five ooh buddy the pressure starts to pressure is not on me at all it's just delaying the no, inevitable, you, which is fine. It's light-skinned dude in Oakland. Forget you. You ain't worried about being shaped. That light-skinned dude in Oakland, he ain't. He can't come back from losing 3-1 and 3-0. Ooh, that would be that some be career dirt. That would be. Be some career dirt. I don't think it's going to happen, though. Do you know how tight Andrew Wiggins' asshole would get if this series got to 3-2? And they had to go to game six and try to win in Dallas. Because they definitely don't want to see a game seven back in Ola because their buttholes would be bleeding when they went home. If they do not win this in five, Andrew Wiggins and Kevon Looney and Jordan Poole, who have never experienced this situation, their butthole is about to be so tight. Let's see them make shots in that situation. Let's see it. You know what? Just, you know what's funny is don't I- let. Don't let Lucas steal number five. This, that's all I'm going to say. I will say that. specifically about Wiggins. He had that poster dunk on Luca where they tried to call a foul. And they're like, offensive foul. And it's like. It was kind of an offensive foul. But but it also kind of was. Had it not been Luka Doncic standing there, it's free game. I mean, he gave him the form. He did give him the form. Kind of. Kind of. But Luca also kind of gave it back a little. So, you know, it's like. Mm. That's incidental contact. But I will say, I will say something I did notice in Wiggins. After he saw that he just had this amazing primetime moment and it got taken away from him because of somebody else, that sh- you saw it in his eyes, the perspective. Like, oh, it doesn't matter if I have this. Like, they still matter more than me. He still matters more than me. Luca matters more than me. Like, you saw it in his eyes. Like, that, yeah, I got you, boy. Like, that faded away real quick. By the time they came back, it was like, ah, no foul, shot counts. He's like, oh, okay. Like, the wind was sucked out of his sails. Like, damn, what do I got to do, man? So I did see that little glimmer of doubt in his eyes after he just pulled off something amazing and is like, fuck, I don't, that's not enough. I don't know what else, you know? They know what's going on. They don't want to lose this game, pal. This is going to be a good game. We're going to see what happens. We'll see. Ah, we're going to see what happens. I, but Let's at least your look. face will look good, but you're getting totally shaved. Neck down. How many... How how are you going to do it? You got to go flippers all the way? One come session? Friday, you better hope you still feel this confident come Friday, buddy. Okay. I mean, how much shaving cream are you going to need? I don't need shaving cream with clippers, man. I know, but once you start using razors to get baby smooth. Day. That's going to take you so long. I can't wait to hear the synopsis of what happened. I don't got that much hair, man. I know, but still, you need to do a good job because I don't want to have to verify, but I fucking will. (laughs) <laughs> I'll have an agent verify for me. <laughs> yeah. 
crazy guy. Don't worry. Because I'm not going to do it. That's for sure. I'll send you, I'll send you butt pictures. No, I don't want your <laughs> asshole pictures. <laughs> I don't need that chocolate starfish on my screensaver. <laughs> All right. So speaking of uh, nothing, really, Celtics heat. I'm kind of not even watching the series, really. That's the series. That's the champion, man. That's a eventual champion. Yeah, if Luka goes home, if Luka loses, either one of these teams are beating the Warriors, man. You I think so? I don't believe in the Warriors yet, but I like the Heat before they start getting hurt. Let's see what tonight, oh, let's see what type of game Jimmy can. Can he pull a Jordan moment? Go up 3 2, injured, teams down, players. Be a big game for him. See, I just think in a series like this, I think it is going to go back and forth, and whoever takes game five takes game seven. And I just think that's how it goes. If Miami didn't win tonight, they're in an issue in six. They could. They could. But maybe that just goes to show you where I'm leaning tonight. Mm, I'll probably be leaning to Boston, too, though. I mean, that's who I, I got to stick with them. That I had Golden State and yeah. Boston from the beginning. But Tatum hasn't put back to back good games together all series, so we shall see, buddy. Yeah, he's been very hit and miss. It's just off and on, off and on. Yeah. Every other game. So we'll see tonight. He had a good game last game, so let's see what tonight holds. All righty. Uh, <clears throat> have you been watching any baseball? Yeah. My Red Sox are finally pulling it together. Hey, they're doing something now, huh? Trevor Story, yeah. player of the week, AL player of the week. I think um, I wore this for no reason, but. Yeah. I will sucks. say, as much as I want to hate on, you know, old poo holes and shit like that, I'm over that now because now I think that they're doing, like, they're embracing it the right way. Poo holes, the Cardinals, Yachty, this whole thing. Did you see, mm-hmm. like, the Cardinals are just. They're one of the better storied franchises in baseball for a reason because they do understand that it is a national pastime. They do understand that it's a nostalgic game. Um, and that's why, you know, Tony La Russa was in that organization for so long. Uh, I think that had a lot to do with it. But they're having fun because it's – did Yachty say if it's his last year or not? I think he did, right? Mm. Or it's mm. or he's considering it being his last year, something like that. But it's basically it's they signed Pujols for his farewell tour, and Yachty is at the end of his run, at, who is by the way one of the best catchers of all time in my opinion. He's phenomenal. Just I wanted to not like him when he was young because he was a dick, but he became undeniable. So hats off to you, Yachty. But what they're doing is the Cardinals have been kind of like blowing people out occasionally here and there by like 14, 15 runs. So they had Pujols go in and pitch for the first time like a week and a half ago. Yachty went in and pitched an inning, you know, like they're like, hey, we're winning by a lot. Let's have some fun. So I think it's really rad that they're doing that kind of stuff, even though I don't, you know, I hate signing players that are a detriment to the team just for nostalgia, but I appreciate that they're embracing it and like, no, 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 this season we're having all the fun. So I'm like, okay, well, Yachty's cool. not just nostalgia. Even if he's not behind the plate, his experience can teach the next catcher. Oh, pools. But I'm saying, like, letting Yachty go out there and pitch, like, that's just a like, yeah, hey, you're you're at fun. the tail end. We're having fun this season. You go have some fun too, babe. Yeah, because the Cards are probably gonna win the fucking World Series. You think so? I don't think so, but I'm just saying that's the type of shit that happens with them. I know. Just when they don't deserve it the most is when they're fucking there, and you're like, come on. I mean, Get if you, you make me minutes. pick, I'm picking the Dodgers all day. Like, the Dodgers are fucking loaded. Yeah. And I they'll mean, probably go out and buy some more shit. <laughs> oh, they're probably uh, wait until the trade deadline where they pull off some stupid bullshit with somebody stupid unloading, bullshit. like, the number one reliever. Whoever's the number one reliever on a losing team, just expect to get, like, Cody Bellinger because he sucks dick anyway right now, and there you go. Trade you straight up, uh, you know, a potential home run <laughs> franchise guy that sells jerseys, and you give us your closer that uh, can't pitch because you're always losing. Give us that. Basically. That's why it's always an easy trade to get closers. It's because when they're on losing teams, they're just burning money. Yeah, what's the Brewers' record? Because I'm surprised they uh, never traded Hater away. Hater away. That dude's so good, and they don't win shit. 
I don't know. They do have one of the better uh They always have a good caps. No, no, no. Caps. The glove with the ball in it. It's pretty pretty solid logo. The other one has a big B on it for Brendan. For butt pirates. I don't know. I'm not a whoa, Brewers whoa. fan. Although Bob Uecker was the fucking champion of all champion announcers. One of one of the few. Harry Carey was a great one. I mean Vince Gullick's classic, Carey. but you know. All those fun, fun ones. Uh, oh, I took a bath in golf betting this past weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I did not hit a single fucking thing. Uh, Are you still betting against that same dude? Did he take all your fucking money? No, 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 Jeff. No, no. Uh, he oh, yeah, uh, stopped betting. Damn, I bet he's mad about that. No, because I he also got got pretty laid out this week in golf. Like we had different picks. It was just you know Justin Thomas ended up winning, which he's always ranked like odds on second favorite prior to every tournament. It's either like Scotty Scheffler or John Rahm is is the favorite and then Justin Thomas is always number two that's just how it's been working out so he finally got his it's a major so good for him it's been five years since he's had one um so this week is the the Charles Schwab challenge so I don't you know it's not a huge deal it's in Fort Worth Texas I don't really give that too many hoots about Chuck on this one getting closer and closer baby to what Tiger, Tiger's gonna get Tiger's gonna win another major, buddy. He will, but probably not till next year. Oh, no, no, it might not be this year. Yeah, I, w- I would say it's not gonna be this year. But anyway, my I'm just gonna go limited on my bets this week and be a little more concentrated. So for the win, I'm going Sam Burns twenty eight to one, uh, Tommy Fleetwood at thirty five to one, just because he's fairway Jesus, and I think it's gonna work out for him. It's gonna be an Irons game. Um, and Justin Rose is at 50 to one. Anytime he's at that high odds, I always like to take him because he can string together four days just as good as anybody else can. So if he ever has pretty, any odds over 30 to one, I usually try and snag him, especially because he's not a long drive necessarily kind of a guy. So it more works into his favor. Um, and then I'll probably bet all those guys top five and top 10 just to cover my ass, but that didn't work last week. So we'll see. But if I limit it to only three instead of four and a tiger, then, then we're good to go on that front. So tiger, tiger, tiger woods, y'all. outside of tiger, what you watching? I know you're trying to catch up on a bunch of crap recently. Yeah. I finally started. I finally actually went back and started catching up on the Tommy power. That's how far back behind. Ooh, I am that is a ways. Okay. Yeah. What are we um, thinking? So I started. I started watching that. It's just pretty cool if you pay attention to it. Um. What else I started watching? And then I started watching um Snowfall. I ain't watched that none of that season. So I started watching that. So I'm just catching up on a lot of shit that people probably already watched. But did you finish uh, Love Is Blind? You had like two episodes should. left. Was Love, Love Is, is Blind. Blind. Right. Isn't that the one with, uh, yeah, isn't Love is Blind, didn't you say there was a season finale like three weeks ago or something like that? You had to catch up on it. What's one of your fucking Netflix shows where they're dating? It's not Love is Blind. Which one was it? Um, I know what you're talking about. Love on the Spectrum. Love on the Spectrum? The Circle. No, you're... you're... No, you you might be talking about Married at First Sight. Married at First Sight, that's the one. Fuck, you watch so much trash, I don't know. <laughs> All right, so Married at First Sight, did you catch up on that? Who? Oh, my God, I know you're trying no. to work and podcast right now, but... I'm not trying to work and Married podcast, at First not, Sight. I did, not, I did not watch the Married at First Sight finale. Okay, yet. there we are. And yeah, he's back. I started these... That's because I started these other shows. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I did see that uh, the circle like is is either back or there's new episodes or something. Yeah, they like, have new episodes of the circle. Bro, I just saw the trailer because it was just you know when you hover on something on Netflix, whatever. And there's a straight dude in the kitchen, like, ooh, this girl's getting nasty. What's she typing? Like. Oh, and then comes back with some raunchy shit. And then there's this other dude chilling in a hot tub like, man, it's fun being a girl. I'm like, what the fuck is happening right now? 
No, because they act as other, some of them act as other people. They know aren't there acting like themselves because everything is like through text messages. It's I know, but I didn't realize that they're fake profiles. Yes, fake profile. One lady was like the dude from NSYNC's manager and she went on there as him because she knew everything about, I guess it's some weird shit, but it's pretty funny. Sometimes. So what's the ultimate goal? Is that, is it just like, ha ha? It's to, no, it's to win it all. It's to not get found out. Oh, to not like get you. found out. Okay. It's not yeah, like a dating they, but, show. But it's also, like, they vote people out every week. And you can win. Like, you can win, and at the end, you get money or some shit. Okay, but it's not a dating show. No, that's the circle. Oh, uh, I thought show. it was a dating show. That's why I was like, this shit is getting wild. No, uh, the circle is more like, I say, big brother type shit. Got it. It's big brother without face-to-face without interaction. In the same house. Yeah. You're just all, you're all isolated and... Operate talking through talking text messages, trying to make people it. like you so you can get voted upon and win that shit. Yeah, that would not bode well for me. I would be fucking awful at that game. <laughs> well, not if you went in there as yourself, then you don't have to fucking. Yeah, but I'm a face to face guy. I'm not a. I'm not a texty person. Just be corny as they are. You'd be fine. Yeah. Half those people in there be corny as hell. Are you ever gonna try out for Big Brother? Send in your audition tape. I think I'm too old now. Are you ever going to try out for... What if we did The Amazing Race? The Amazing Race? Yeah, like where you go across the world or something. Isn't that a thing? Ooh, I would never do that. Yeah, you and traveling, I just realized that doesn't work that well together. Too, that sounds way too difficult. <laughs> Actually, that would be the best way to travel on land, but... Oh, no, no, no. This is by any means necessary. Land, air, sea, get the fuck oh, there as hell. fast as you can. To hell and complete a task me. that's probably going to make you nervous as shit. <laughs> that's the part. I saw this ride the other day that, like, in some foreign country, it's like a bungee cord ride. I'm like, yo, yeah. you got to be a fucking ass to do that stupid ass shit. Dude, they have slides. On the outside of like skyscrapers that go from like the ninety seventh floor down to like the eightieth, and you just take this like tube slide burn. on the outside <laughs> of the building, phew, slide right in. You, you probably, wouldn't do it. You, you probably have a rug burn. I probably would do that shit, but you probably have a rug burn at the end. Like, what is my ride sliding down on? If you're just it's, no, down no, on no. A it's a, it's slide. like no, it's like a it's a clear acrylic slide so that you can see out. But it's yeah, it's like a regular fucking tube you, you sit on a little mat and you slide on oh, your okay. on a mat there you go there's that maybe maybe question. not i don't know i've never really been to a water park necessarily oh if it's a, it's a water slide it's not a water slide mike it's on the skyscraper but it's the same concept as a water slide it's a tube so where does it land where do you land into i don't know where, the where fucking the elevator ending? lobby on the 80th floor <laughs> i don't know i'm just saying when it comes to extreme shit like people having bungee rides People go to work and go down these extreme slides. I just wonder how it doesn't bake your ass in the sun. I don't know. I don't know how you end up with the world's worst rug burn, but okay. You know what I started watching? Well, two things. Number one, The Adventures of Sonic the Hedgehog, because I have children. Because we're we're old as shit. Did you ever watch that as a kid? Because you have children. The cartoon? And I played it. I had to say. See, I was I was curious as to where we were going to bridge the gap with you and cartoons because I know that you're a naysayer of cartoons, but I'm like, this one might have just cycled in. Now, do you remember who the voice was? No. I'll give you a hint. It was the Urkel show. Jaleel White is Sonic the Hedgehog. (laughs) Yeah. So it it's got that nice comforting family matters backfield to it as I watch it with the kids. So it's very, it's nice for me as a 37 year old dad that these kids are getting into shit. I watched when I was a kid, but I had started watching something for myself, Mike at night to help me <laughs> fall asleep. Oh, I really? started watching star Wars. Oh, that's definitely something that'll put you to sleep, buddy. Yeah. It used to be the great, the GAC channel, the Great American Country channel, and then I started liking it, and then they changed their name. I think they're GMC now, like Great American Country. I don't know <laughs> what it is. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I was like, I was just on Disney Plus the other night, and it's like 
45 year anniversary of Star Wars New Hope. I'm like, I've never sat and actually watched these all the way through. Let me do that. So I just turn one on the, you know, episode four of New Hope. Like I'm, I'll go out as they came out. So 1977, here we go. So I throw it on and I'm like, dude, I get it. Star Wars, the for the time, absolutely amazing. Incredible special effects. I'll even go so far as to say the story was super dynamic. The fact that George Lucas had the foresight to jump in in an action scene in the fourth, quote-unquote, fourth installment of a story, it grabs you immediately. It's like, oh, okay, where are we going? Uh, So that part was awesome. I will say I do not understand people of my age that have the love for Star Wars that, like, my parents should have. Like, the people that saw it in the theaters or it came out when they were kids, I get that. But when it has been out for, you know, 15, 20 years, and then you see it as a kid, like, I don't know how it has that same impact, or if it's just one of these things that's, like, passed down generation to generation. Like, this shit is good. Trust me. No, you're just used to shit progressing at this fast, rapid pace where it didn't progress that fast, so even... Shit that they watched as kids was still as good as when their parents watched it as kids. Well, something that we watched as kids now ain't shit to our kids, even though I don't have it. It's because technology has like, and now it's like, oh shit, you can like turn into another person if you want. Yeah. (laughs) Like like the world is just so much different now. I will say it is compared to, it is putting me to sleep. 75 to 88, it's pretty much the same world. Like, they didn't have a, a great jump in technology over that period of time. Yeah, but, but the fact that Star Wars was ahead of the curve, that, that Star Wars and that makes had the technology that everybody curve. was like, okay, now we have it, and still couldn't improve upon it, that's so incredibly impressive to me. I just don't they didn't get have the access to improve upon it. What, do you, what are you going to use? Like, they didn't have everything yet, like they do now. I know, but once listen, listen. Once you see it done once, you know it can be done, and there is the technology. But the fact that you know by seventy-seven to let's say like eighty-seven, like you said, a decade, it doesn't seem like a whole lot of the the uh, technology changed in cinema, which is pretty crazy because usually once something happens, it's like everybody now knows how to do it. And then starts doing it their own way until the next thing comes, which is usually a couple of years. Now, it seems like it's coming every six months to a year. There's a new type of technology that people are using. But, I don't know, it just seems, it's very impressive. Like, I don't want to shit on the Star Wars franchise. I'm enjoying it. I think it's extremely well done. Um, You know, like, nothing new here. But it also does still put me to sleep. So, that's also good, too. Probably so. So, so I'm, uh, I got does. through episode four, which was good. Episode five, which was okay. Episode four is better than episode five. Um, and we'll go into episode six. So the first set of trilogies. And then I'm going to, so I'm just going to watch them in the order they were released. So I'm going four, five, six, one, two, three, seven through fucking 12 or whatever they have now. I don't know. That'll get me through the through the summer. Those hot summer nights mm-hmm. falling asleep to Star Wars 15 minutes at a time. <laughs> there you go, buddy. <laughs> oh, well, speaking of Star Wars and all these kinds of things, uh, this week's Spotify playlist is going to be David Bowie, including all of his alter egos, Aladdin Sam, Ziggy Stardust, blah, 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 blah. And... I don't know, Mike. This week I wanted to leave it open to a little, uh, let's visit the collaboration station here. So do you know who David Bowie is? No. Have you ever seen The Labyrinth? No. Okay. Um, David Bowie was basically the epitome of the 70s. He was the eccentric pop rock god, for lack of a better phrase. Because that's how he was treated. Um, 
that basically did whatever he wanted and everybody was cool with it. Like he did all the weird stuff. He dressed up in costumes. He did all the drugs. He had sex with all the people and everybody was just kind of like, yeah, this is, he's the epitome of what everybody wants to do. So he just kind of did whatever he did and was awesome at it. And then it was like, every time he got later in his career, it's like, oh, okay, well, we'll see. And then it's like, oh, that's a new banger. Like, okay, the 70s are over. Let's come out with Let's Dance, the biggest song he's ever had in like 83. Like, dude was just a, a incredibly dynamic uh, performer and artist. That being said, what do you think, what kind of flavor should we add to the mix this week, Mike? What kind of rap, hip hop? smooth something what's what's something i need a little feedback from you here give me something mm, you don't um, even need to try and match it with boys that's fine why don't you bring somebody mm. to the table let's see let's see who should i bring to the table who do i want the world to get to listen to yeah um he's dancing so let's go soulful let's go more M-O-R-R-A-Y. All right, David Bowie and Moray is your Spotify playlist of the week. I can't wait to put it together because that's part of the fun for me. Actually, I should have said Mo3. You want to go Mo3? Yeah, because you never added Mo3 to a playlist. We've talked about Mo3, but I don't think Mo3's made the playlist. I don't think so either. I know for sure that I definitely like went and did a deep dive, but I don't know that it ever transferred to a playlist. So let's do David Bowie and Mo3, and then we'll put Moray on next week. And then that'll give me somebody to match up with. All right, yeah, sounds you can good. Match it up the other way. <clears throat> yeah, you can match it up the other way next week. Next week you'll have your R&B rap artist and you can put some rock to it. Speaking of rocks, don't smoke crack. Right? Please don't smoke crack. It's not good for you. But we already did Especially our don't do drugs. Yeah, these Especially days. Especially no these good. days with fentanyl and everything. Stop, don't take Perk 30s either. If you're going to take Percocets, keep it 15 or below, please. Stop taking Perk 30s, people. It's killing people every day. Well, at least where I'm from. I don't know how it's going in the rest of the world, so I can't speak. But in the DMV, which is DC, Maryland, Virginia, metropolitan area, for those who get that confused at times, just do half. No, not half. It's a whole different pill. Like, just leave the Perk 30 pills alone. Oh, don't touch it. Yeah, don't touch those, because a lot of those have been fitting all in this area. Oh. They're killing people. Oh, 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 15s oh. or below, 10s, with all they got, whatever they got, do those lower. The Perk 30s have been a bad thing in this area, so stop. Leave them alone, people. Stop leave it. If you're going to do drugs, do your research and do it responsibly. Make sure you got your Thank dopamines you. all in there. It's like they say, drive responsibly. Do your drugs responsibly. Your Dude, weed, no joke. Your coke, your crack, go whatever it to, is. Go to a vitamin shop or a GNC. Look for the person that looks like they know what they're talking about and go, hey, listen, I'm going to go do ecstasy this weekend and I don't want to have suicide Tuesdays. What can I put in my body to replace all this stuff after I come down on this thing? And they'll give you your little vitamins and kits and they'll replace all your things. You're not going to be perfect. You're still coming off drugs, but at least you could do it safely. There you go. Listen to Brendo, man. He's telling you some smart shit right there. There you go. You can do your drugs and still stay. Listen, we're not condoning Um, drug use, but if you're going to do it, do it responsibly, for the love of. I'm kind of condoning drug use. It's okay. Yeah, I mean, we, I do it. <laughs> but, you know, you know, I'm not condoning too hard on drugs unless you live in. Denver, Don't do drugs that'll kill drugs. you. Don't do drugs that'll kill Denver, you. No drug will kill you in moderation. Just moderation, my people. Do it in moderation. Know what you're getting into, and get into us each and every week here on the Black Irish Podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Give us a rate. A review if you like, but uh, share and follow. Those are the two biggest things. Those are the two biggest things that we would appreciate uh, because that's all we want to do is we want to spread this as far as it'll go and have more and more fun. The more people are involved, the more fun we can have. So uh, be sure to check us out on Instagram. I'm at Brendal7. Mike is at BlackIrish213, and we are at BlackIrishPod. So until next week, do drugs safely, love each other, and have a good week. 30 Days of Pain's almost over. Closing time, baby. Peace.